guys uh welcome to another episode of the podcast and today we have shane and fatima welcome guys how are you guys doing we're great thanks for having us yeah fantastic thank you yeah i'm excited for the conversation and i want to start at i think the most important place um which is something that you guys have been talking about recently that you hear a lot around people talking about but i've never really uh i don't think that people are as in touch with what it really means so i think it's something that we should we should talk about here which is the concept of a conscious relationship uh you hear that a lot it's now a catchphrase but what would you guys define as a conscious relationship and why is it so important to be in a conscious relationship versus an unconscious relationship i'd say um you want me to start uh you know when we talk about a conscious relationship we're we're talking about something that is consciously created with intention based on your principles based on your values based on the things that are most important to you and you know creating a relationship with somebody that aligns with the things that are most important to you you know and what most people are doing is they're just going out whether they're whether they're you know hanging out with friends or going out other places like whatever they're doing but going out meeting somebody getting involved with them hooking up with them whatever they do but then what ends up happening is two three four six months down the road they find themselves in a relationship with this person but they've never really asked themselves is this a relationship that I really want to be in? Does, does this relationship really support me in living the life I want to live? Does this relationship really reflect my principles and my values and the things that really matter to me? Most people are just falling into relationships and out of relationships without really being conscious about what's happening. And so what we're talking about and what we share and teach in our work is how to consciously create your ideal relationship rather than just getting involved with someone for the sake of getting involved with someone. Mm, mm, that's interesting. So uh, to get a little bit more into that, is it uh, as simple as writing down, what, writing down what are your values or is it a deeper type of uh, introspection where you are connecting to the type of feeling that you want? What are the components that come into you creating that uh, concept of what the ideal relationship would be for you? Yeah, you know, number one, we always talk with people is being clear about what it is that you want. And sometimes when we ask that question, people automatically answer with what it is that they don't want in a relationship. Mm. But we, we find that that's actually a really great tool to start with is identifying what it is that you don't want based Hello. You know, this is a this is a situation that I didn't enjoy. This is a situation that made me feel bad. I don't want to have this in my relationships. So being able to identify those experiences and then taking what is the opposite of that? Okay, if I don't want to feel like this in a relationship, if I don't want a partner that's that's exhibiting this kind of behavior, what is it that I actually do want in a relationship? So getting clear about, about what it is that you want, what are the values you're looking for in another person? Like, 
I want a relationship where the other person is honest with me. I want a relationship where they, they prioritize me and the relationship where I feel like I matter to them and they consider me in, in their life. Um, we consider each other in, in each other's life. I want someone that has family values. I want someone who, who, who loves to travel that we can share our excitement together. I mean, being really clear about those things, I think, think definitely helps direct our attention when we, when we connect with what we call quality connections, when you find those people that, that have those qualities that you're looking for, that you want to have um, exhibited in your life, um, and then and starting those connections right from there. I think a lot of people, to, go, to uh, go on what Shane was saying, like, we think relationships happen to us, or like, you know, it's just going to happen to me one day. And a conscious relationship is really about recognizing like I, I have a say in how I create my relationships. It's not just going to happen to me. If I, if I want this kind of relationship, I'm actually going to have to actively participate. And a lot of that does start with knowing what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. And, and the common question, I think that people would have regarding this is, is there ever a case where you You've set up what is your ideal relationship, what you want in the person, what are, what are the things that you value, and et cetera. And then you meet someone that does not necessarily match those criteria, but you still want to be in a relationship with them and it still works. Or is it too far-fetched and that usually does not happen? Well, I, you know, I, and what you're really asking is the most complex part of the of the situation right because you know to a degree you can get really clear about what you're looking for and to a degree you can get really clear about what you want but obviously there are also things that you're not going to know and you might not discover until you're in a relationship Uh And, and part of our part of our process is that yeah part of it is getting clear on what you want and then going out and meeting somebody that you think you know, has those qualities. But then another part of it is rather than just falling head over heels madly in love with this person, you know, two weeks into your relationship, you, you have to kind of, you have to kind of force yourself to take it slow. And while you're, while you're enjoying the new relationship and while you're enjoying the, the, the fun and the excitement and the passion and whatever else you've got to, you've got to also pay attention and and really you know be asking yourself the whole time like is this honestly what i want and i i think that's the most complex part of of the situation and that's where you know we uh we work with a lot of people in this way where like you know we'll be doing a lot of work on the front end to get clear about what they want to get you know um to the kind of person the kind of principles all this different stuff And then they meet somebody and that person is not exhibiting those qualities that they've determined beforehand that they want. But now they're so caught up in the idea of the person or the idea of the relationship Mm. that they're, that they're not willing to really do what they need to do. And, and that's, Mm. you know, that's really the, it's not perfect, right? Like none of this, none of this stuff works out perfectly. These are human relationship dynamics and there are all kinds of complicated. So to a degree, you've got to take it on a case by case basis. But as, 
as much as you can, you know, you, you're clear about what you want. You ask for what you want. You, you know, when something is not there, you, you bring it up and you talk about it and you say, Hey, you know, like this, whatever it is, maybe spending time together in a certain way or, you know, going on adventures or, you know, my health and my fitness or, you know, whatever. But like, these are things that are really important to me and, and they're not happening in this relationship. You know, is there a way that we can make that happen? So, so I can be happy and continue to want to be in this relationship. Like, and those are the kinds of conversations that we guide people through because it's not just about finding the right person. It, to a degree, it's about finding the right person, but then once you find the right person, you can't just expect that you're going to have the right relationship. Like you find the right person, but then you've also got to create that relationship with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, oof, that's really, uh, the, what, what I want to ask after this is, is that, is, is, is there the possibility that you were the right person, but you did not meet them at the right time? I know it sounds a little cliche, but is that a possibility that it's exactly the right person, the person you want to be with, but at the specific phase that they are in their lives, they're not ready to commit maybe, but it's the right person. And how do people go about that situation, making sense of it? Well, I'm, I'm just going to give you a really short answer to that. If, if they're the right person, mm -hmm. but they're at a place in their life where they don't want what you want, then they're not the right person. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. like if you're okay. like, I want a committed relationship and here's this person and they're perfect, but they just want to sleep around all the time, which mm -hmm. I'm not even saying there's something wrong with that. It is what it is. Right. But yeah. if I want a committed relationship and I meet this person and they just want to sleep around all the time. And that's not my idea of what I'm looking for in a relationship. That person mm -hmm. couldn't be the right person. They might be somebody mm -hmm. who has some of the characteristics of the right person, but they couldn't actually be the right person. You know, and what, mm -hmm. what we really, what we really touch on and what we're really talking about is putting a relationship first rather than it has to be this person. And a lot of times people with, uh, we work with or the old way of thinking, and I guess we get these messages in media and movies and things like that. It's like, like, it has to be this person and I have to make it happen with this person because there's no one else for me. And that's actually looking at it backwards. You know, it's, you may, you may meet a wonderful person, you know, you may have a lot of qualities in common. You may like a lot of the same things, but if you want different things in your relationship, then they're not the right person for you. You know, and what we talk a lot about is it, we're, we're not creating the right conscious person to be our partner. We're creating a conscious relationship together. And that takes two people to come together and, and want that together. Um, and it, it takes a lot mm -hmm. of bringing things up when, when it's not happening or when, when certain boundaries are crossed or when certain things are, are, are not feeling um, right for one person or another, maybe, maybe one person or the other's values are being compromised, like bringing that up in the relationship and recognizing like, this is an important relationship to both of us. And we both want to make mm. each other feel safe and loved and understood and seen and wanted. We're creating this together. And so how do we make this work together? That's, that's a huge mm. thing in the relationship, but that only comes with with having uh, an understanding and, and like knowing like this is the kind of relationship we both want to have and honoring that together. Mm, 
Mm. That's interesting. And that brings me to the other side of the coin, which is, or better, it might be the same side of the coin, is um, do cases, the, the, is it possible that you meet someone and you're not as attracted to them, you don't feel that strong sense of connection with them, at least in the beginning, but then because you're both willing to work in the relationship, you can make it work. Or is is there some prerequisites like connection and feeling and attraction? Always the working on the relationship, as you were talking about, enough to sustain a long lasting, happy, fulfilling relationship. Yeah, you know, in regards to that, like, to some degree, I mean, it's going to be, we'll just talk about like basic physical attraction, right? Like, it's going to be really difficult to want a relationship with someone that you're not physically attracted to. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like you could you could write it out on paper and be like this is the perfect person because they you know whatever they do all these things right and they're exactly who I want to be with, but I'm just not physically attracted to them. It, it's going to be really tough to honestly desire a relationship with them, right? So there's got to be some degree of that there. But this is, this is what I'll say. And, and this is really, I think, the magic of the work that we do is that what we find is that the more we work with people around really getting clear about the kind of relationship they want to have is, is they start to become more attracted to those qualities then actually before they might've been like, you know, I want someone with blonde hair and blue eyes, or, or I want someone who's, you know, six foot five, or I, I want someone who works out a lot, or, you know, and they might've been, they might've been focused on really superficial things. And okay. the more we work with someone, the more they start to naturally, it's not about forcing anything, but the more they naturally start to become attracted to those qualities, like, somebody who's committed, somebody who's honest, somebody who's honorable, somebody who like makes me important and puts effort into our relationship. And, you know, they, they start to find those things more attractive. So when they meet the person that they're meant to be with, they might think like, you know, it's not really what I had in mind in terms of what I thought the person would look like or what I thought their personality would be like but I'm still attracted to them. You know, like it's, so it's not, it's not necessarily what I imagined it would look like, but I still feel this sense of attraction to them because of how we are together and the relationship that we have together and the way we treat each other and how much fun we have together and how exciting it all is and how, and like, I I also find them attractive physically, but it's just not necessarily the image that I had in my mind beforehand. And, you know, that's something that, you know, you might, you might hear that or somebody might hear that and go like, so are you telling me I have to find someone I'm not attracted to? And, and it's like, no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you will be attracted to them. It just might not look the way you imagined it would look in your mind. Does that make sense? Mm, mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So simply by focusing and 
becoming aware and clear on what we want, we start paying more attention to those things and uh, becoming being gravitated more towards those things simply by becoming aware of them and getting clear on them. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and then, and then what starts to happen is you might, you might meet somebody who let's just use commitment as an example. You might meet somebody Mm -hmm. who's not committed, right. And they just want to play the field or do whatever. And where Mm -hmm. in the past you might've met someone like that and been like, Oh, that's really attractive. Like, and you get sucked into their game and then, you know, now you're trying to make them want you and all this stuff. But after you work with us, what starts to happen is you meet someone like that and you start to say, Oh, like, that's just a child who hasn't grown up yet. And I'm not, I'm not really interested in chasing a child around town, trying to get them to like me. And it's, so it's a, it's a complete mindset shift. It's, it's great that you touch on the point of commitment because there's something else that I wanted to touch on because you guys have the concept of, uh, or you guys call it the committed man. You guys talk a lot about the committed man and how it's different from the nice guy and uh, the player and uh, or the bad boy and etc. So I, w- I would like you guys to touch a bit on what, what makes a committed man and... Uh, at what point or to, or what makes a, a a man transition from the just wanting to play around and then becoming a committed man? What happens in that transition usually? Well, and I'll just, I'll speak into this cause I'm, I'm a man. So I, I probably, <laughs> I probably uh, can share a little more insight into this. Um, you know, I, I think it's just some like, and for each man, it's, it's different, I think. And a, a lot of men, you know, end up being 50, 60 years old and still not really outgrowing this, you know, and, and for other mm-hmm. men, I think it happens when they're a lot younger, but I, I think men in general, they just reach a point in their life where they where they realize that like chasing women around is just kind of empty. Like, you know, you, you have these, you have these momentary thrills, but at the end of the day, you're always alone. And at, at the end of the day, like it's, it, it starts to get exhausting and it starts to get like, and you just start to think like, you know, I want more than this in my life. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, the question that I that I have here is something that I is is an idea that I have. I, I might be completely wrong. I'm open to being totally wrong. But is it possible? I know that Fatima, you talked on the fact that it's not necessarily about the right person. It's about the right relationship, building the right relationship. But could it occur that a man could not be interested in commitment at all? But it, then he meets a certain person with whom he has a certain connection, and that that person will make him want to get committed. Or is it something completely separate from a certain person? It's just something internal within the man is, himself. I, I think that's totally possible. Um, but the the thing is, and 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 we we distinguish this too, is that 
no woman and no man can make somebody want a commitment. Mm -hmm. That commitment has to come from mm -hmm. the other person. And so, you know, you, you see this a lot in like playing games or the dating game or whatever, like I'm going to make him want me. I'm going to make her want me. And then there are these manipulative mm -hmm. tactics that you think you're trying to make the person want you or you, or you manipulate them into wanting a commitment with you, but that's not really based in freedom, is it? You know, and, and, and the consciousness mm -hmm. in a relationship is really based on two people coming together that I choose this relationship. I choose to make this relationship work with you. And, and I want to make that work with you, but I'm choosing it out of my own free will, you know, and it's, I, I think that mm -hmm. there's something really, it's, it's very empowering. And, and with that also, there's the other side of the coin is like, we both choose to be here, but we both recognize that we can choose not to be here too. But we're going to choose this relationship. We're going to choose to be in this relationship and create it and have it be about love and trust and honor and commitment and, and, and lifting each other up and, and being our best selves and empowering each other to be the best version that we can be in, in our relationship and in our life. And if at some point we choose that we don't want to be here, we're going to honor that too. But until that happens, mm. because we recognize like life is like that, right? We all have our choices. But it's that, it's that knowing that you do have a choice. You know, like I'm, I'm here willingly. I'm here willingly because I want this to work. We're both here willingly because we want this to work. And, and that's really empowering mm -hmm. rather than playing those manipulative games. Like I'm going to make you want me. And then there's like, there's a lack of trust there. There's a lack of honor. There's a lack of authenticity in a relationship when you're, when you're holding something over someone's head or chasing them around to try to make them want you. And then the other person's like, guilted or manipulated into wanting the relationship, then, then you get into something that's not actually a partnership. It's about power over the other person, you know, having power, holding mm. power in the relationship. And you can't really have a conscious relationship if you're playing power games. But can, can someone, mm -hmm. when they meet someone else, want a relationship and want to be committed? Absolutely. But I think it takes the person standing up for that. Like, I totally respect your choice not to want a committed relationship. But if, if you want to be in a relationship with me, I'm going to require a committed relationship. And if that person chooses mm -hmm. not to, to not to participate in that, that's okay. You know, they can go off and have their relationship with someone else who doesn't want a commitment, but to have a relationship with me, mm -hmm. I'm going to require commitment. I'm going to require faithfulness. I'm going to require trust. I'm going to require respect. I'm going to require love. And have like, and that's that's why it's so important to be clear about what it is that you want, because knowing that, exactly. then when you encounter something or something comes up like that in the relationship, it's like, it's like I get that, I understand, I even respect your choice to want that in your life, but that's just not going to work for me. And so, if that's what you want and you want to have that, then then this is not the relationship where you're going to find that. And then that other person can choose to do with that what they want. They can either be like, you know what. Um, and we often find this, that, that this happens. The person's like, you know what? I, 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 I do want that. I, I want that with you. I, I want to explore that. It's not what I thought I wanted, but, but I can see that that's what it's going to take to have a relationship with you. Absolutely. I want that. And then you can go from there, you know, but if they're not going to want that, then they're not the person for you. And I'll, I'll just add one thing to that because a lot of yeah. Like what Fatima is saying is so powerful because what a lot of times people do is, and I'll speak, 
I'll speak to the women for a moment. Like a, a lot of times what women will do if they meet a man who doesn't want to be committed and they'll, they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I just want something casual too, you know, and they'll just go along with it, even though they actually mm-hmm. don't want that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and what they do is they actually teach the man that it's okay to treat me like this. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay to mm-hmm. not be committed. Like I'm I'm not going to require commitment from you. And then they get, you know, 6 months, a year, 2 years into the relationship and then all of a sudden they want commitment and the man's sitting there going like what are you talking about? I thought we had an understanding here. I thought we I thought we knew what this was. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really hard mm-hmm. to turn it around at that point. But if if at the beginning she had said if, if you don't want to commit, like, I'm not going to continue on in this relationship. He may have actually thought about it and said, you know what? Like, I don't want to lose you. Like, yes, I, I do want this. Like she may have actually been the, the person that had him step up, but because she wasn't true to herself, they, she just, she allowed him to walk all over her like that. And then like a- mm-hmm. after you get established in that routine, it's almost impossible to turn it around. Mm. That's very deep and important. I think that that does happen a lot. And it's very important that we have this message. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. So say now that we are we in that relationship, we're in the relationship with uh, the person that uh, respects us, that wants the commitment and we have to get a build the relationship around our values, around trust and everything. And we've, we, we think we've reached that we we've got the relationship and we are happy with the relationship that we are building with our partner in those situations, in case of your, uh, with, with your experience with dealing with clients and et cetera, and in your own relationship, what are some of the, common and biggest mistakes you see couples make when they're already in that relationship that they desire? You said when they're already in the relationship? Yes, yes. I mean, there there are a lot of things that can come up in a relationship, you know, and like it's like, here, I'll just give a couple of generalizations because there are so many different things that could happen but you know i think what it really comes down to is like you can't blame each other for everything you know like you've got a something fatima and i have talked about is like we we're really good at taking the blame (laughs) and not not in like a bad way but just like both of us are really good at looking at where we could have done something better and and i think that really helps our relationship because we're actually, we're very slow to accuse the other person of a problem. Like we're, we're, we're more apt to accuse ourselves first. And like, I think that gets us a long way in the relationship because we never really fall into the blame game. And, you know, so I I think that's a big thing is like, you've got to, you've got to be able to like be responsible for yourself. You can't, you can't blame everything on the other person. Um, Another thing I think is like, you have to ask for what you want. And a lot of people are fighting Mm. about things because they feel like they're not getting what they want. And so they're dissatisfied and they're picking fights and they're, 
you know, doing all this stuff where if they just, if they just asked for what they want, their partner would probably be more than happy to accommodate it. Um, so mm-hmm. those, you know, those are like, if you're responsible for yourself and you ask for what you want and, and like you actually communicate about things. So, you know, like when these things come up, whether it's, you know, a challenge or, or whatever, like when these things come up, you actually make the time to sit down and talk about it and, and listen to each other and understand each other. There's really nothing you can't work out, you know? Um, Uh. And like one thing I would add to that is making agreements with each other. And is like, so when, when something happens, when there's a problem or, or when somebody asks for what they need, it's like, it's like, okay, so this is what you need. So this is what we're going to do to make sure you get what you need. And you make agreements around that so that it's not just a talk, but something actually happens as a result of that talk. And Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of this is just like working through individual issues that come up there, you know, there's not like a a one size fits all answer. But I I think these are some of the principles that if if couples operate by these few principles, they can overcome just about anything. Yeah. And and I'll add Mm -hmm. like, underneath all of this, it's, it's so it's so important to deal with things when they come up. Um, And it's, you know, a, a lot, a lot of the times we hear like, oh, it's not that serious. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just let it pass. Um, and that happens even from the beginning of relationships. So they, people may be established in their relationships having this happen, but it really starts at the beginning when you're dating or when you're first getting to know someone um, is that they, people don't bring things up initially or don't address things initially because they feel like, it's too soon. We're not committed. I don't know. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to make him feel bad, whatever. But there is a way in which we can bring things up without being accusatory, without being defensive, you know, just, just in a place coming from a place of like understanding and wanting the relationship to be better. I mean, like, Hey, I just want to, I just want to talk about this. I noticed this happened and this is how it made me feel. Can we talk about that? And, and really coming from that place mm-hmm. of wanting understanding and giving the other person the benefit of the doubt, you know, that, that plays into not blaming each other, but like just bringing things to each other's awareness so we can talk about it, um, I think is, is a huge step too. And being generous with our assumptions um, with our partner or, or the person that we're dating and being able to bring things up in the spirit of wanting to make the relationship better because how could the other person ever know? That's another thing I hear a lot of is like, he should Mm -hmm. know how to treat me. He should know that I like this. He should know that or whatever. And that's a lot of the reason people don't bring up certain things that they want or they don't ask for what they need in their relationship because they assume the other person should just know. But that's not always the case. And I think if we if we, mm-hmm. if we err on the side of understanding, or maybe I just need to remind this person, I know we've talked about it before, but I can just remind them and come from that place of gentleness. Like this, other, this person, I love this person. This person loves me. If they think, if they knew that they were hurting me or if they knew that I was hurting, they would want to help me. So I'm just going to let them know. To come from that attitude, mm-hmm. I think does wonders for a relationship. Mm, that's beautiful that's beautiful that's amazing that's amazing and uh 
I think this is a great point to to end the conversation. I think we ran we ran out of time already. But before before that, just let, let let the people know where they can find you online, where they can get in touch with you, how they can get to work with you guys, and etc. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, the best place to connect with us is is probably on Instagram. We we put out a lot of content there. Um, just you can get the most free stuff is available on Instagram. Um, and then also, if, if you go to our Instagram, you could take a quiz there to find out if you're ready for a conscious relationship. And um, when you take that quiz, you'll be able to sign up for our email list. And that's when you'll get access to all of the premium content. So uh, follow us on Instagram, take the quiz, sign up for our email list, and you'll get access to premium content. Um, we do have several courses that we'll be offering. Our, our introductory course is called A Crash Course in Love. That begins uh, May 20th. Is that right? No, May 20th. Us on Instagram and sign up for our email list. You'll definitely find out when the class starts. But we have, we yeah. have a class starting yeah. end of May, and, um, and we're always offering that. So, yeah, that's probably the best way for people to connect with us. Yep. And our Instagram handle is at the living relationship. Yep. Perfect. That's amazing. Thank you guys. Once again, this was amazing. There was a lot of great gems and I did learn a lot here. So um, I'm eternally grateful for your time and for your wisdom. Thanks so much for Thank having you guys. us. We had a great time with you. Yeah. Thanks, Shelton. This was great. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Peace, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye.